0: Are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network? Hello and welcome to a November 21st Tuesday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host. Eric garcia Gunderson, writer in many places these days, mostly over at LeBronWire.com. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to Locked On Blazers. I am back here hosting with you uh, here on Locked On Blazers. Uh, Unfortunately, Seth uh, is not going to be with the podcast anymore, so uh, we'll probably still have him on as a guest occasionally, but uh, no longer going to be a host here at Locked On Blazers, a little programming announcement. Uh, but anyway, you're here because the Blazers won last night and they did so. It was a, a good road win against the team that beat them last week at home and they didn't have Mike Conley, the Memphis Grizzlies. They did not, but the Blazers still won 100 to 92 CJ McCollum with a big, kind of dagger shot that looked a lot like the shot that he got to that the look that he had that could have won the game against Memphis last week that didn't go this time it went in and this time the Blazers walk out victorious Damian Lillard goes through an ankle scare injury but returned he played 34 minutes got to the line 10 times it was only 55 of 15 from the field but Lillard came back gutted it out and says that he's going to play on Wednesday night when the Blazers face the Philadelphia 76ers in Philly. So everything sounds good on the Dame front, uh, which is always encouraging to have your best player be healthy and CJ uh you know picked up the slack when Dame was having a tough night and uh, another guy that had a huge huge night for the Blazers in the win last night was Noah Vonleh. Vonley had 11 points 18 rebounds and three blocked shots he played almost 31 minutes uh, playing almost the exact same amount of time as Yusuf Nurkic and you know it does help to have Noah Vonley back he is uh, you know I know Stotts has been kind of playing around with lineups he tried to he started Swan again and now he's starting Vonley again and uh, he's kind of gone back and forth with that but you know, von does really work well with Yusuf Nurkic, and they worked pretty well last night. And Von Le himself, you know, that was one of his best games of his career right there. Uh as a as a von Le advocate, someone that has has been uh thinking that you know he could be a player and that you know he's not a finished product and that there's more there underneath the surface. It's good to see him start to put that together. And he has been putting it together for you know, since the second half of last season, really. I think when Nurkic arrived, both he and He and Nurk both fed off each other. And, uh, you know, last night we saw him really deliver for the Blazers in a way that I don't think he has. You know, he's had games where he's had, you know, 10 rebounds, had games at this and that, but 11 points, 18 rebounds, three blocks, one assist, you know, doing exactly what the Blazers need him to do. And uh, they need offensive rebounds out of that four spot. If they're not going to start, um, Alpha Aminu, If they're not going to start Swanigan, who got a DMP last night, you know they, they, they're 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 going to need something out of that four spot. And uh, we really interesting look last night down the stretch as well. Blazers down the last five minutes, they go no traditional wing players really, and they go three point guards: Shabazz Napier, Damian Lillard, and CJ McCollum, all on the floor at the same time with Nurkic and Vonley and that was their closing lineup. And that that's what helped them win this game was, you know, pretty non-traditional lineup from the Blazers uh, against the Grizzlies who, you know, they they play a lot of guards as well, but uh, really spread them out, really worked. And Shabazz Napier slowly becoming a a fixture or has become a fixture of this Blazers rotation now. Uh, And he played 27 minutes last night. He's a competent three-point shooter. He can handle the ball and he... Can play, and he's been a better defender, I think, than at least I thought he could be. And so now you've got another guy who can come off the bench, who can play defense, who can play both sides of the ball. And that's been one of the things that, you know, the Blazers have really struggled with. And again, their offense not exactly where they want it to be, not what, but this is a good problem to have if you're the Blazers because. there's been a track record of them playing good offense for the last five years ever since Terry Stotts was the head coach ever since Damian Lillard was the starting point guard they have managed to have decent to good offense sometimes great and now they've got defense that is better than their offense right now and I said this on the last episode that I did but this is this is a good problem to have. They're obviously not happy with where they are. They got a big win yesterday, which is great, but they they still want to be better. They have aspirations of being a better team than just getting into the playoffs and being happy with that. And the the changes that I'm seeing in this process are encouraging. And I, and, and and last night to get a grinded out win against the Grizzlies even though they don't have Conley w- was huge. And 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 I thought that you know, the offensive struggles that Nurkic has had so far this season, I I think you take it because he's been so good on the defensive end. And, and, and that is really what the Blazers have been missing for years. And I think when you have Damon CJ in the clutch, taking the majority of the shots, you know, you're going to be in a pretty good spot to compete most every night if you can defend. And you, you know, it's not, maybe it's not as pretty as as some of the Blazers past seasons have been where you know offense is fluid they're draining threes uh all that stuff you know that, that has made them you know who they are over the past few years but defensively they have not been there and the fact that they continue to make strides in that way I the Grizzlies Again, without Conley, but the Grizzlies shot below forty percent, below thirty percent from three, and, and, and Portland is doing this night in and night out now, where they're playing solid defense, and their offense has been the culprit of most of their struggles. But I, I don't think that this is a that this is something that fans should panic about right now, and. Terry Stotts uh got some flack, has gotten some has gotten a bunch of flack uh the last couple of weeks for, you know, when they lost some close games and and, and stuff like that. But, you know, that that's he, the guy is a good offensive coach, and the fact that he has evolved and he's gotten this team to play such good defense and be and, and take pride in that is so big, and I think it shows his ability to grow. And then he he's already established that he knows how to coach offense. And I think that, that that's going to come. And also, you know, Nurkic's post-ups, they may not be the most efficient things in the world. But you know what? That keeps him happy, and it keeps him playing defense. And he has been playing great defense most of this season. And and so, you know, the defense falls on everybody. It's not just Dame's improvement. It's not just Nurkic playing hard. Obviously, there's a lot of factors at play, but they're growing into something better, and that's what last night's win, you know, showed me once again, and this is what I've been feeling for most of the season now, is that they're they're getting closer. They are working on it, and the fact that they are showing any progress at all on the defensive end is a sign that you should take as a positive sign because that is not where this team was last year, two years ago. And I think that this is the sign that they will get there. And so the the Blazers get a a nice win. Also, uh, in addition to Shabazz Napier, uh, Myers Leonard, excuse me, with a very solid day off the bench, eight points, four rebounds, four of four from the field, no three-pointers, did in a lot of variety of ways uh that we're not used to seeing him and they they got him involved with some out-of-bounds plays they drew some plays up for him and he looked good and 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 this is you know when Myers Leonard plays with confidence and he believes that he uh is out there you know and and, and can play and can hang which you know he he's really been working on you know, this is the type of stuff you can see. Is that Myers can stroke it? He's talented. He's big. He he he, he boxed out pretty well on uh, on the defensive glass last night as well. The Blazers were a plus eight when when Myers was in the game, and uh, you know, credit to Myers for staying ready and and not letting the fact that Caleb Swanigan played against it, or played over him, or even letting the fact that Zach Collins got minutes over him at times. Not letting that, you know undercut his season and not letting that whole thing kind of ruin the trajectory that he's on and you know this is a big project for him to to get himself into that space that he needs to be in and uh it was good you know obviously against the 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 grizzlies you know they have marcus soul and i've always been a proponent of uh Myers Leonard as a counterweight against some you know against centers I think that's really what his best asset is to this team and and you got Marcus Gasol playing 40 minutes last night for the Grizzlies and Nurkic obviously can't stay in the game the whole time because he's big and he, he probably rack up foul trouble Vonley probably not big enough to guard him and so you throw Myers out there and and, and Ed Davis isn't big enough to guard Ed da- to guard Marcus either so, you know, there's going to be these nights when Myers gets called on. And I, I said this before the season, I think there, there I said, you know, there's going to be a Myers moment. I, I, and, and last night was one of those. And this is, this is a truism of the NBA. You know, guys are going to have their nights in the 82 game season when you're going to need them at times that not everyone's going to see, but everyone on the team knows it's there. And again, credit to Myers for staying ready and and delivering he he's had some some good moments he he had some good moments in that Pelicans game before he got hurt and he it, i'm glad he's healthy I'm glad he's being productive and it seems like you know he, he was out there playing with confidence last night the Philadelphia 76ers have a very good center on their team that the Blazers are going to probably need a lot of bodies on and Myers Leonard probably going to be one of those bodies guarding Joel Embiid uh, on Wednesday. So uh, it's good that they're getting him back in the form because they kind of need a guy of his of his size, especially if Nurkic gets in foul trouble, what have you. And, and and that Myers is finding confidence is not only great for him. It's great for the Blazers. It's great for their on-court team. And, in terms of the, the Blazers potentially moving him, you know, they shows what he can do. He shows he can play. He shows he can make shots. And, and if that's a concern, if that's something that you want, then you should want Myers to play well because it's good for everybody involved. So uh, Myers with a nice night last night, looking, looking good, looking confident. So uh, I, I think encouraging developments for the Blazers despite the rough weekend and the loss at Sacramento. And we're going to take a break for a second and wanted to tell you about our new sponsor, one of my favorite places to go and and have fun, you know, just like, you know, betting uh, on sports and all that stuff. It's mybookie.net. Uh, it's been in business for years. Their rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses right off the bat. So you're making money for doing nothing. It's the best. And they have the fastest payouts they give you the payouts in two business days, and you are going to really like this service because it's really been good to me. And you win, they pay, you can bet in game, you can bet on live games, you can bet as soon as they're going, you can bet on props, you can do all that stuff. And my bookie will match your deposit up to a 100% bonus, which is a phenomenal deal because you just sign up and you get free money. And it is uh, a wonderful service. And it, you, to get there, you go to mybookie.ag on your browser. And to activate the offer that we are giving you, you enter promo code locked on NBA. That's locked on NBA, just like this podcast, locked on Blazers, but locked on NBA, all one word, at mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. At MyBookie.ag. Thank you and back to the show. So now the the Blazers have a tough game against Philadelphia uh, on on Wednesday. I actually, as fate would have it, I saw the Sixers last week. I was in L.A. uh, for a little vacation, which was nice. Uh, Very, very fortunate to be able to have that opportunity. And I got to go to the Lakers-Sixers game with my buddy Matt and, and, and some of his buddies as well. And saw Joel Embiid make history with 46 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, six, 7 blocks. Ben Simmons balling out of control. I have no idea what the Blazers are going to do with him. But uh, this Sixers team that the Blazers are facing is good. Like, they have the talent. They have... The size they have, they have everything to be the future of the Eastern Conference. Now, are they ready to beat LeBron? No. Could they even beat Boston at this point? I'm not, I don't think so. But these guys are going to be really good. And it was really incredible to get to watch them down in LA because Embiid was doing some things that you just do not see guys his size doing. He hit a euro step in the middle of the lane like james harden he had the the dream shake double you know double pivot up and under move getting guys out of their shoes he was making great passes he was setting screens he was rolling he was and, and then to see simmons work off of him who is my comparison for simmons is like watching aaron rodgers and that is he makes all of the really difficult plays that most guys couldn't ever dream of look like the easiest thing in the world to him. And the Blazers are going to have to really be ready for that. And it was a good sign for them that Al Farouk Aminu uh, was back on the court uh, before the Memphis game. It was a really good sign because it, it, if Aminu can get back to be on the court, I mean, ideally to, to be back on the court on, on Wednesday, that would be awesome because – the Blazers need him. They need someone that's big. They need someone that can stay with Ben Simmons. That that is uh, ready to defend the rim. I mean, because Simmons is all over the court. He he's running the point guard position, but he's also posting up. He's got this really uh, kind of weird and tough lefty hook shot that he hits over guys. And I don't know how the Blazers really guard that. And 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 the way that he manipulates the game is very LeBron esque. In the sense that he can really just do anything that he wants. And you have that paired with Joel Embiid, paired with J.J. Redick running off screens. You got Robert Covington, who is a really great three-point shooter on the wing and a big defender. This is a tough matchup for the Blazers tomorrow night. And... The, the Blazers have been kind of on a roll. They've won four of their last five games. They they seem to be getting into form even without Aminu, which I think, again, is a testament to the growth of this team. All, it's a testament to having Nurk, obviously, but it's a testament to all the guys that have been playing that the Blazers have been winning games without Aminu as opposed to dropping them every single night without him last season. So it seems like they've been able to cope more without having him, but that doesn't mean he's not an important player. But... Um, this Philadelphia game is going to be tough. You know the, the Blazers have a pretty tough rest of the road trip here. They're at Philly, at Brooklyn, who they're not good, but they play hard, and that's always a dangerous trap to fall into. The Wizards, who don't always play hard, but are very good, and that is its own uh, you know tough matchup to to deal with. And in addition to that, John Wall probably is going to come at Dame uh, because those two guys you know there's some competition there anytime you're going against one of the top point guards in the league top backcourts I think Washington will rise up for that challenge and then they got New York on Monday so and, and the Knicks are no slouch you know their advanced stats aren't that great but they've won games and similar to the situation that you know we were talking about with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons is you got a guy over there that can take over games in Porzingis and this is uh, gonna be a tough trip. Lots of tests. Portland did get a win that they absolutely needed. That they should have had last night. That's a road win that you absolutely need to have if you're gonna be uh, a playoff team. If not only if you're gonna be a playoff team, but a playoff team that's not playing Golden State in the first round. Yeah, you have to win those games at Memphis with no Mike Conley. Those are games that you have to win. This rest of this East Coast stretch uh, could be difficult. I mean, Brooklyn, you got to think you got to win there, but. 76ers on on Wednesday night's going to be a real battle for this team and uh after seeing the Sixers up close and personal, I I think this is going to be a really tough game for Portland they, they've got the guards that can kind of make things happen that the Lakers you know at least scoring wise have not really didn't really have this year because Lonzo Ball's shot has not gone and and Jordan Clarkson's just a little inconsistent. And so, you know, you got two really great dynamic guards for the Blazers going against Philly's guys. And then I didn't even mention Dario Saric. The Philly has size and skill all over the court. And the Blazers have done a much better job, at, especially with their big men, of matching up, being tougher, getting rebounds, and not getting beat up. So that's going to be something that the Blazers are going to need to do, is to continue to be tough, to continue to rebound the ball well, and do what they do well, and then, uh, offensively, you know, just the, I think as apropos as it is, as they're playing Philadelphia, they've got to trust the process on that because the, the the defense, I think, is good. But I think they need to trust that offense. And I think it will come. But when it does, it remains to be seen. But I think uh, the Blazers are going to have a really tough matchup. It should be a really, really fun game tomorrow night. Uh, against the Philadelphia 76ers in Philly. I'm very excited to see it. First time Ben Simmons and and Joel Embiid are playing against the Blazers. So uh, very, very excited to see this. Well, I don't know if it's the first time Embiid has played the Blazers, but it feels like it is, and I'm not going to check right now. But thank you for listening to this edition of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Audio Boom, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you can get a podcast from there. And we will catch you tomorrow after the Blazers and Sixers. Have a good week. Have a happy Thanksgiving week. Hope you're already with family. And uh, cheers. Until next time.